This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and... 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Do, can you... Ooh, <laughs> baby, this week do we have a wild episode for you. It's so fun. <laughs> I was just doing a soundscape. You didn't like it. Oh, no. no. I couldn't hear it. Your mic oh, dropped okay. out. My so bad. your mouth was moving, and I was like, what's happening? I just made... Listen, uh, more amazing interactions just like this on today's episode with comedian, entertainment star, TikToker, all-around good time, Ryan Asher. Ooh, ah, happy birthday, Ryan. Forever. <laughs> Dog. When first choice is a big old bus, you turn around and boom, you end up with us. Sloppy seconds. Oh, Diva. Ah. Wait. Did it do? Did it do? Do 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 do. Our number. What is that from? Do you know? Allstate. Yes, it is. Thank you. <laughs> Our number is 213 Now on with the show. Hi, you slaps, you stupid little fucks. You nest little fucks. You dirty little fucks. You stupid little fucks. One of them sloppy seconds of Big Dipper and Meepaw. I'm Meepaw and that's Big Dipper. Hello. I saw you Hello. in person for the very first time in a long time yesterday. I know. And I was in drag. Styed up, baby. Listen, you were I may Okay. Have- let them know. Let them know what happened. I made fun of Big Dipper Sty for a full episode. I let mm-hmm. him have it. I didn't mm-hmm. let him live down his dirty, stinky poo sty. Then <laughs> maybe a day later, I was like, my eye is irritated. And then the next day after that, I had a full-blown sty on my eye. But I did what I had to do, and I got in makeup over the sty. And let me tell you, it was the worst pain imaginable taking my makeup off yesterday. <gasps> It hurt so bad because like for the last two days I've been soaking it, steaming it, taking care of it, which makes the pain go away. Yesterday for like five hours, I did nothing but sat with black thick eyeliner on it. So to get it off, I had to rub it and it was so swollen. Well, do you know what that is? That's because it's a clogged pore on my eye. No, that is mercury in retrograde. Right there for you, divas. That's called science. No response. Okay, so I'm very excited to introduce our special guest today. Who? <laughs> why are you looking at me like that, people? No response. Like what? Okay. I just don't. I don't know if I believe in that. But technically, yes, that is science because it is astrology. <laughs> no, it's not. None of what I just said made any sense. It made perfect sense. I was just doing a goof. Okay, uh, I'm very excited to have uh, our guest with us today. Me um, too. She is a comedian. She's a character actor, um, uh, a Renaissance person, um, a, a, a yak of all trades. Uh, mm-hmm. Please make some noise for Ryan Asher. Ow, 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 ow. Oh, hello, I'm a Renaissance person. I came from that time. Okay. I tried time traveling here to do a podcast on Zoom. <laughs> okay, so are you, you're going to do this character the whole time? Yes. Hello, my lord. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever do like a renaissance, were you a renaissance fair person in your youth? I fucking wish. Like I didn't go to a renaissance fair until the year, like two years ago, the, the summer before the pandemic. Mm-hmm. I went to this giant one in Illinois outside of Chicago. Horniest place on earth. It is a very horny energy. What? Also, 
some of those men at the Renaissance Fair, I mean, at the one that I went to, which I think was in New York, some of them are so fit. They're like full-blown yes. like bodybuilders all dressed up in like Renaissance garb with long hair. And I was horny. Yes, because it's like it's like in high school when the nerd like takes his shirt off and you're like, what? Like you're fully ripped. <laughs> At the one I went to, there was like 50 different Spider-Men. There was like a pirate <gasps> Spider-Man, a Wait. black and white Spider-Man. There were people who were trees. It was like anything you could imagine was there. And but everything there was horny. Oh, <laughs> 10 out of 10 horny. Yes. Horniest place on earth. But it's like it's like a Renaissance fair and a Comic-Con. It's like Los Dos. Well, yeah, yes. a little yes. bit. But I think there's a big crossover because people say, hey, this is my chance to get dressed up. Now let me do it. Absolutely, I love to get dressed up. It's beautiful to see. Ryan, you You love to get dressed dressed up. up. This is true. Oh, I love you. You look at me and you say she wears a wig around the house. You know what I see? (laughs) One or two wigs on your head before. (laughs) At least three. Yes, I love to dress up. Yes, but also, but when I go to a Renaissance fair, don't need to. Like there, I'm just there to witness. I'm there to celebrate everyone else who's like, my lifestyle is this. You're you're there to hold hold space for them while they express their lifestyle and their interests. Absolutely. The cutest was you'd see like a parent who is like obsessed with dressing up and then a normal child who's like embarrassed and vice versa. Or like normal, sorry, excuse me. Okay. I was was in a friend. No, I was in a friend group. So all of my friends were dressed up in like very expensive period dress that they had spent like years collecting. And then I showed up in a t shirt and jeans and I was like, oh, so now I'm the weird one. You're the fool. Yeah. Yeah. You want to talk about a court jester? Don't wear a t shirt and jeans and some vans to the Renaissance Fair Diva because you'll get the rotten fruit thrown at you. I was about to say, you'll have a tomato on your head, girl. I know. <laughs> so, okay, so Ryan, you I met you in Chicago when yeah. you were performing on the main stage at Second, Second City, City. The Second world's City? famous Second, Second City. City. <laughs> and that's actually how you legally have to say it. Oh, okay, got Second it. Second City. <laughs> Um, and how how did that come about? Because for folks in the comedy world, in the sketch and like improv world, and especially in Chicago, but also because like we said in the name, world famous. I mean, that is a super coveted spot that like means a lot, like means you've really sort of trotted the boards and done something <laughs> with your comedic life. Like, how did that come about for you? Oh, God, that took like 10 years of work, uh, <laughs> of work indeed, because I moved to Chicago um, in 2010. And I don't think I started working for Second City until like 2015. Wow. Okay, so that's five years. So that's five. Real. So where's the other Your five? Five years. So, well, that, so, that was, so I started working for them, but I didn't get main stage until like. I guess it was seven years. Okay, my math is back. <laughs> Listen. Wow, wow, wow. Listen. So now you're a liar. So what you aren't is a mathematician and what yeah. you are is a liar. Listen, okay, the last year and a half, two years have melted my brain into it. All I do is watch Survivor. So, like, sure, Work. seven years. Work. Um, basically I moved there to do comedy. I started doing like IO classes and second city classes and kind of was told you're horrible. Never do this a lot. Wow. Oh. <laughs> I think it was just like the culture is so, this is going to shock you guys. Straight white man. Oh my oh. God. I couldn't I know. imagine. I was in, blown away. Wait, wait, in comedy. That's what you're saying. In comedy. And I know no one knows that, but it was very much like they wanted women to be like small, quiet wives who sort of like support the men to say funny things was a lot of what I was like getting. Yeah. And I was really defeated for a while. And then at one point I was just like, fuck it. And started having more fun. And I think that's when I got hired. I really feel very lucky about it. I don't know. I worked hard, but also like they needed a short haired white woman to wear pants on stage, I guess. <laughs> that's what it says on your resume at yeah. the bottom. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Quite can't wear woman. pants. We we'll wear pants. We we'll wear pants. <laughs> not fact, afraid of a pants. I my touring company was at one point four women and two men, which was like unheard of. And we really? all had we all had short haircuts and we all wore pants. And the producers were like, oh, <laughs> 
They were like, they were like, where's where's the blonde in a skirt that sometimes gives yes. laughs for us? Yeah, they're like they're on tour going to Wisconsin. They won't like that. But wasn't wasn't the show that you did the first show? Because you did a couple shows on the main stage. Yeah, wasn't I did the, too. Wasn't the first one like sort of? Weren't there like headlines about it was the first time ever there was only one white male or straight white male or some some I don't know some sort of like numbers game about the you know I'm doing big air quotes here like diversity on that stage. We I don't know if that was that show because we had we had two straight white men. Oh, got it. But, <laughs> but normally it's like eight. It, normally it's a thousand and then one <laughs> sad woman and then one sad person <laughs> of color who's like. <laughs> Doing all the work. <laughs> Who's like, I'm trying to be the catch-all for the company. Absolutely. They're like, yeah. every scene. Like, I remember in the second show, we had a director who, like, every scene that the Black actors were in had to be like, I'm a Black person in America. They could never be like, I'm a wacky uncle. Which oh is, like, God. so fucked up. Like, that's why we all got into this. It's because we want to play yeah. the wacky uncle. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> you don't want your sketch to be that intense every... Because you do it every night. For Multiple times a night, right? Yes. Talk yeah. us through the schedule of what yeah, it's like to be on go, the main yeah, when you're You know on me, I love logistics. Show. I'll give you the schedule. Um, so we worked Tuesday through Sunday. Monday was our only day off. Oh, my gosh. And we did eight shows a week unless there was a holiday on a Monday. Because we did one show Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, two Friday, two Saturday, one Sunday. And Friday and Saturday, the second show starts at 11. It's two hours long. It's a two act show. And then no! we have to do, yes. And then we have to do a free improv set at like 1 a.m. I, you can barely get me to dance around on a stage <laughs> for three minutes. I could not imagine a two crazy. hour. Wait, I came and did the improv set with you guys mm-hmm. one time. That was at Ooh. one in the morning? You bomb? probably came. She was horrible. We'll talk yeah. later. No, no, no. No, she was amazing. It was it was amazing. All right, don't go. No, you swung too far at the opposite. And she's no, the best me, one we've ever me, had. They like <laughs> better than my future wedding day. Um <laughs> I won the lottery when Dipper did improv with us. No, um, we played Zip Zaps up. No, they let me do music. I yeah. came and did like a song or two, and then I did um, little improv games with them. It was very fun. Oh, it, fun. It, really, it really was great. Because also that time is when we get to have friends come and we get to finally see other people do stuff. Because we're there. We're basically trapped there the whole time we're doing the show. We can't see friends, can't do holidays, can't yeah. go well, to yeah, shows. You can't do anything at night except be in your show. No, yeah. Every night. And then you get out late. So you probably yeah. came on a on a night that wasn't the weekend. You probably came like on a Sunday. Yes. So we could actually hang out afterwards. Oh my god! It's just wild to me that there's a one a.m. show, or it ends at one a.m., or it starts at one a.m. The free improv set starts at. It might have. Okay, so we started the show at eleven. Yeah, around one a.m. And if you're oh, a student at Second City, <laughs> you go there just to watch the free improv set. So you like make your way. It's not like like other people who have seen the show. They like hang out after and they're like boozy and they're like, oh, we're gonna watch. But if you're a student there, you're like encouraged. Like make some time to go see that free improv set at one in the morning. Yes, that's but, how. Yeah, that's how UCB was where they were like, go hang out. You'll meet people there. Hang out. I was like, it's. After 10 p.m., I'm over. It's done. Mama. I'm over. Like, no good hangouts are happening at 1 a.m. No. Like, that, that's, not, that's not teaching you anything. In you guys, fact, this is such a, like, we're all clearly over the hill having this conversation. <laughs> because I was just thinking, I was just imagining myself, I'm like, if I was 22 and listening to this, so shout out to all our 20-year-old yeah, all of our youngsters yeah. who are like, party at 1 a.m. Who are literally like, fantasy. yeah, I shout leave out. the house at 1 in the morning. What are you fucking old people talking about? It's crazy. I mean, one of the, this is one of my favorite stories of that time, is this was when one of the amazing abortion bans bills was being passed. Past, which just sort of keeps happening and we love to see it <laughs> so one of them was passed it's a saturday night and so before the improv set we're doing the show outro and we're like hey you can stick around for some free improv and also you can donate to this like abortion fundraiser to like support women in whatever horrible state this was happening in and so then we take a break then we come out for the improv set. And this was a night where we didn't have a big crowd. And this woman was like, dead babies. You want us to kill babies? And I'm like, 
excuse me? And she's like, you all want us to go to a website so that babies die? Starts screaming at us with her husband, who's like, yes, they do. They start running around the audience, running around. And they would go and sit next to other audience members and be like, they want us to kill babies. They They were fully in control. They ran around the whole audience screaming at us. The police showed up. Uh, the guy runs away and he tells a bartender, like, I had to leave because there's a warrant out for my arrest in Tennessee. And, you know, we're getting married tomorrow. Oh, we're getting married tomorrow. tomorrow. She is a white lady and the police don't do anything and no one removes her at all from our show. So we were like her hostages for 30 minutes until she left. And then we had to do improv. And the whole audience was like. We Let hate me go it. home. Yeah, did yeah. Any, did you do any sketches about killing babies? That's all I did. <laughs> yeah, I was like, that's a lot. I mean, she gave you all the. You didn't even have to ask. Like, I need a suggestion. I need a suggestion about killing babies. Um, you're like, no, we got it. Tennessee arrest warrant. Getting married tomorrow. You just actually broke into uh, the song from My Fair Lady. I'm getting married in the morning. Oh my god, that's what that is about. <laughs> Dead baby. Dead babies in Tennessee. All right. Well, we're going to take a quickie break. And yes, we'll be Mama. Right oh, this has been so fun. Eating better is easy with Factors Delicious ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian-approved, and ready to eat in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. When my fridge is stocked with Factor meals, I'm like, oh, baby, I don't have to think about this. Mm-hmm. Like, it is so nice. The combinations are so good. I am a meat eater, but the vegetable options, there are so many. Like, I remember I had like a, it was like a mushroom with pasta and like a cauliflower rice. And I was like, the mushroom is filling. Like, there's plenty of uh, portion, there's plenty of vegetable, and there's plenty of flavor. And I am usually sort of not a microwave person. Mm-hmm. Very cool that this quality of food can just be heated up in the microwave. And so fast. I also love it because I am a, a very much into ordering delivery. I and know. now having all the food there, I can kind of ma- pick what I want and it's ready in two minutes. I don't have to wait an hour for stuff to get delivered. And these are way healthier options than ordering delivery. Completely. And when they have multiple things in them, you know, sometimes it's like, oh, if I cook for myself, all I'm going to eat is the biggest bowl of pasta you've ever seen in your life. But this oh, is yeah. like, you get a little pasta and the chicken and a vegetable all in one dish. Looking for gourmet meals try meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon shrimp truffle butter broccolini and asparagus and factor meals eliminate the hassle of prepping cooking or cleaning up all you got to do is heat up and savor the good stuff customize your weekly meals with the flexibility to get as much or as little as you need pause to reschedule deliveries that suit your lifestyle and we're celebrating earth day all month long with factor look out for the earth month eats badge on the menu items for their lowest carbon footprint meals head to factormeals.com slash sloppy seconds 50 and use code sloppy seconds 50 to get 50 percent off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's code sloppy seconds 50 at factormeals.com slash sloppy seconds 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. That's a sleigh, baby. Okay. I went back. <laughs> Ooh, see, it got rough at the end. I can never finish as strong as I start. Thoughts? I thought you know I Wicked? liked it at the end. Is that Wicked? Have you seen Wicked? My sister told me that we would be talking about Wicked today. <laughs> yes, I love your sister. I'm well, obsessed let's talk with about your Wicked and let's talk about your sister. Uh, okay, First, yes. Wicked did spend a long time in Chicago. Did you ever get to swing by it? Or were you too busy doing your ha-has at the improvs? I was too busy doing my ha-has at the improvs to oh, see man. anything fun. But I saw Wicked in Richmond, like a Broadway tour in Richmond. After college. And I remember thinking only like, I feel like I blacked out. Like I 
I only remember the Defying Gravity song. The rest, nothing. True. I mean, and that's <laughs> that's easy to forget because the Defying Gravity one is the only one where something big happens. Uh, yes. But the rest of the time, it's just like a bunch of people talking and like skipping around a stage in green. Absolutely. And the, the, my one real memory of Wicked is my mom read the book before it was a musical. So I remember her kind of being horny for this book, not to bring horny up again. Well, but she was the like, book oh, is your life horny. Yeah. Yeah. It so is? Like, yes. Yeah. The book, there's like a lot of fucking, and she, the broom tr- tries to touch her nether regions. <laughs> the broom? Yes. There's a scene where she's about to learn how to fly in the broom and it keeps twiddling up with her her twixt her nethers and she has to keep slapping the broom away okay bad broom. excuse me should have sat on it <laughs> now <laughs> i'm obsessed with your sister anytime i'm in chicago I, I definitely hope that she comes out to the show um she makes incredible we're talking about stone stoner stoning yes sydney That's- their Instagram handle. It's Sydney. And we they've talked about her on Race Chaser as well, I think. She makes incredible shrinky dinks. Yes. She's a star. And you're her favorite. You, she's I an incredible have, artist and I'm obsessed. Uh, yeah. And she's obsessed. And when I told her I was doing this, she was like, stop. <laughs> what, exactly, what exactly is a shrinky dink? It's like a thing that you draw bigger and then you put it in the oven and it shrinks. Yes. But it's made out of... A, a, plastic? a plastic I resin yeah no no that's Play? a different kind resin I, resin you won't change shape so do you even hot. love your sister what's going on you don't know what her here's the she did a really good job of explaining it you draw on it and it shrinks <laughs> i think resin is a different kind because she'll be like this yeah. is a resin one yeah well oh, she like puts resin shiny. over the top of them which yes. makes them shiny yeah yes I just remember what, one day Sydney showed up and was like, I had this really cool shrinky dink and then they never stopped coming. Mm-hmm. She makes them of like, in, she she's the one that like takes like an it's, iconic drag moment and then yes. makes it a shrinky dink. It's so she has the like the Tamisha Amon stare. Yeah. She uh, has me doing like the old lady face. She made a couple of pinche. She, I mean, she's, oh, the Candy Muse one was really good. Uh, yes. Too. They're oh, so good. They're all so good. So what what is it about your family that's so funny? Is there was there a trauma yeah. in your youth? Yes, a and, trauma. Was and, there a- <laughs> this is the first time we're going to talk about it, and today's the day. <laughs> I don't know. I think they just they just like comedy. They're just like goofy ass clown people. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did she move to Chicago because of you? Or are y'all I mean, from Chicago? We're from Virginia, and I think it was partially like I was there, so it was great. We had an aunt and uncle there, but also it was just a bigger city than Richmond, where she and I went to school. And what was that like? What was going to school in (laughs) Richmond like? I need to know these things. I'm just trying to figure out because you're both so like goofy and wacky. I always this is I'll I'll let you I'm gonna let you finish Ryan, but I do I do love a lot of times Meatball's interview um, style is someone mentions something and Meatball just goes, "And what was that like?" I want to know. I'm trying to figure out because like I don't know. Y'all are just both so crazy. I think the crazy might come from, we're from Charlottesville, Virginia, which is like very like um, sort of a hippie liberal part of Virginia, Mm. but it's still Virginia. So it's lots of like, we have horses and we wear polos and we're very like Southern, but like rich. And my family, my parents are like public school teachers. So we weren't. So I think it was just us being like, y'all suck. We watch SNL at night, (laughs) (laughs) you know, like just like we, we went on like, e-bombs world and stuff just like stupid uh, you know what i mean i miss e-bombs world i know bring it back um so i guess that might be where it came from us just being like everyone else here is so boring we will clown mm. <laughs> yeah and what was that like and no that- one's being a clown like <laughs> it was really hard as a young woman to be a clown because the world doesn't want a young lady clown <laughs> Where they're like, um, this this makes me think of like, there was this TikTok trend a while ago because I wanna I wanna get into some TikTok chats because let's go. You make amazing TikTok star. You make amazing TikToks. uh, Very funny characters. You're we're gonna get into the Lularoe of it all. Um, Oh my god, I'm so excited. 
Did you ever see, do you know that TikTok trend where the it's like a sibling or best friend trend where one of the person, the one person takes the camera away and goes like, um, says a movie quote. And then they go back to their friend and they name a movie and they see if their friend is saying the same movie quote as them. Have you seen this? I have not seen that. So like you would go over and you'd be like, I'm going to say, yeah, baby, from Austin Powers. And then you would go over to your friend and you'd say Austin Powers. And then you'd both try to say the same quote at the same time. Okay, that's really fun. And I feel like you and your sister would excel. 100%. What were the movies that you guys watched like constantly and quoted? Okay, constantly. Annie was number one. <laughs> we gotta what? start there. The number one movie, Annie and Sandlot, we watched just like back to back to back. So is Sandlot, the quote from Sandlot, is it forever? <laughs> Absolutely. And then what other movies do we quote? We were huge on Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen films. Ah! <laughs> huge. And then other quoting ones... I don't know. I feel like we also just watched, we watched a lot of TV too. So like, I remember we loved family matters and like the hardest we ever laughed was when Steve Urkel got hit by lightning multiple times. Oh yeah. <laughs> Comedy gold. I was like, brilliant. This man's a genius. And how crazy <laughs> that Jaleel White never is like celebrated as a comedy actor. It's just like the character exists and it's never like, this amazing performer who was completely doing a character for decades. Yes, yeah. like, like the hardest character. Like <laughs> he was like at two hundred always, the whole time. It's yes, like posture, voice, uh, costume. Like it's literally yes. everything. And, and we're then just like he purple. got to play the hot. Stefano was Stefan. Stefan. Stefan Urkel. And Stephane I remember. Urkel. Yeah. So they get, and then, so then he was playing two characters that were completely opposite. Did he ever win an Emmy? <laughs> oh, you know what? I do need to know. Probably I mean, yes. not, though. I doubt it, but like, I remember in class being like, Did you see last night when Stefan Urkel came out? And all of us were like, He's so hot. We're like second graders. <laughs> He was never nominated, and he was never even invited to go to the Emmy. That Literally is literally what? Up. That's messed up. But that was also at the time that there was like four or five of those like big family shows running all the time, step right? by step. Also, horny. Full House, right? At the same time, Full Not House. Not as horny. No. no. Who on this call can sing the theme song to Step by Step? Step by Step. step. Now, is that the one where they're driving across the bridge in San Francisco? That's Full House. Step by Step is the theme park. The theme park, yeah. Oh, right. Where they all tilt a whirl and the merry go round. (laughs) (laughs) Who do you think think came up with? Who is the person who, at first time filming opening credits for a sitcom, was like, what if your back's to us and then you turn and look and smile? Because that really set a trend for a long time. Lots of shows. You're definitely doing something and then you turn it. Oh, yeah. SNLs used to be like that. Oh, Oh, it still is, girl. They stole it from Step by Step. I've always said it. (laughs) I've always said it. I've always said that. Scout's honor. You can go to my middle school journals and I have a whole entry where I'm like, you know what I think? Yeah, it's like my Um, conspiracy theory journals as a child is all about that. (laughs) Did you journal as a kid? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. What was in there? What was that Sadly, oh, it was depressing. I sadly (laughs) got rid of a lot of them when I moved and now I wish I hadn't because they are funny to look at. But I remember one night being like, a kid was mean to me at school and I'm journaling and I'm being all emotional. And I went to my mom and I was like, here. And I like oh. handed her my journal to be like, that's what I'm going through. Ah! And what was her reaction? I think she just never said anything. I think she was like, okay. <laughs> kind of like, that's for you. Keep it that way. <laughs> I was like, got it. No ticket. Sweet. I'm going to need don't do you that to keep again. that to yourself. <laughs> yeah. She was like, honey, like you. <laughs> oh, what? my God. Um, okay. So TikTok. Let's get into TikTok. TikTok. Let's get uh, into TikTok. it. 
When did you start your TikTok? Meatball and I are very into TikTok. We now both we, have actual accounts on there. Yes. I don't think either of us post on there. But I posted initially- three things. Okay, and I have four or five, but I had them edited by someone else, and they're just promotion for my merch line. Oh, yeah. It's oh, you. my God. Okay, we've never spoken about this. Have you seen these? The merch it's line? Your, no, his TikToks about the merch line. <laughs> yes, I've seen he- them. I love them all, and I, and I like them all as well. Oh. Ow. What, do you hate them, people? I just, they're very, Uh-oh. I mean, I think they're funny, but it's, they're odd. <laughs> you're like, you're like running full speed at the camera and then you like, do you take a drink, water falls out of your mouth? I don't remember. Go watch them, everybody. We'll talk I about it. I take a drink of water and then I pull a, a pin out of my mouth like it was in the water bottle. I wanted to, I was trying to make something that was weird and different. And so I did that. And then I, and then sold someone out. did a very TikTok thing. Yeah. And then the merch sold out. But then I did a very, someone did so a very TikTok, TikTok thing it where they work. commented and they said, put the fastest fuck sound over this. And I was uh. like, oh. So then I reposted it because it's me running and it has that sound of that person going, I'm fast as fuck, boy. I'm fast as fuck. <laughs> TikTok is so crazy how it's it weird. feeds itself. It's really weird, but I love it. <laughs> Can't get so, enough. So okay, so your your TikTok, the, it's Reen Machine. There's some underscores mm-hmm. in there, right? Reen underscore Machine, because somebody else has Reen Machine with no underscore. And you were Reen Machine previously on Instagram. So when you moved over, you were like, "Well, someone has my handle." Yeah, yeah. So a Reen underscore Machine, and it's just—I mean—it's chock full of hilarious characters, wigs on wigs comedy voices you're really giving us your steve urkel type of commitment on your characters uh, i'm trying to you know walk in his shoes what has gone like most like what has like been the biggest one that picked up i i think the one that really started because if you scroll all the way down you'll see i started tiktok like a few months ago right because I think a lot of people have yeah, because I was like, I didn't want to. You know, it was like me being old, I think. Me being like, yes. the kids are doing it and I don't understand it like that. And so my first ones are literally just me like yelling at things outside. Just like weird things I see in my neighborhood. And then mm-hmm. finally I got into watching them and I found this one girl who is a New York fashion student who I became obsessed with. Oh, she yes. is so tiny and she's sweet. Like, I love her. Like, I, I am... I want her life. She's just like right. always changing outfits, always going to events and like has these videos where she's like a day in the life as a New York fashion oh. student. And I, so I made a joke one, not making fun of her. Cause I do worship her. Right. But then a lot you're of like, this is my access point. I'm going to wrap yeah. myself yes. in a comforter and say I that it's Gucci. Uh, 100%. <laughs> and so I was like, I have a thousand wigs and costumes. Like I'll put on a Santa suit and say I'm a New York fashion student. And that'll be what I do today. <laughs> and then they all thought I was making fun of this other girl, Victoria Paris, who has like a million followers. Yes. So I it know blew up Paris. because they were all tagging her on it. So that was like the most, that's what took off. And then people started following me and I was like, okay, I guess I'll do New York fashion student for the rest of my life. <laughs> Got it. Got it. Uh, Note taken. People, yes. people love it. So I'm doing it. That, that's, that's all I'll happening. do. But of course they're all like, you're 40. <laughs> right. But and I'm like, you know, not yet. <laughs> I think it, I think you're like soon enough. Fingers Close. crossed. Today um, is my but, birthday. <laughs> really? Yeah. It's my birthday. Oh my oh, God. Happy birthday. <laughs> Thank you. Um, uh, the circle has left a gift outside your front door for a special birthday party. Did you guys watch the circle? I'm obsessed yeah. with the circle. I've seen it all. I love the circle. Yeah. But, okay. Can we wait real quick? Sorry, that guy in this new season of the circle. I don't know if he's still on it. Um, well, it all aired already. Anyway, the one who wore the gray sweatpants with his dick out all the time. The I'm sure one? that. Oh, the gay ones. Oh yes. His dick was flopping. He played yes. Ashley. He knew. That. Yes. Floppy Dick. Floppy Dick Ashley. Mm -hmm. He was also really religious, I do believe, because he did have a sign that said, God first, donut second. And I was like, oh, no. Sure did. (laughs) The whole time it was there. And I was like, stop. I looked at his Instagram and it's all thoughty, like, well, because he's like a club pit. He's like a physical or he's like a physical trainer. He's a trainer. He's a personal trainer (laughs) um, and a gay dude. But I think he was raised really religious. So he has like a lot of things pulling him in every direction. Yes. And Mm. he like. So what was that like? (laughs) 
for me, it was hard to watch. <laughs> for me, I liked the bulge. Let me tell you. I was into the bulge. Um, let's take a let, You know what time? We got to pay these bills, Meatball. Oh, my God. It's already time for another break. Break number we'll be two. We'll right back. That one wasn't good either. <laughs> Okay, so one of the we're back, and I, I <laughs> we're back, we're back, we're back, we're back. Okay. And we're back. Uh, Lou Larue, mm-hmm. Lou Larue, Meatball. Did you watch the doc on Amazon? Lula Rich. I'm halfway through it. <gasps> Lula Rich. But I've been following all the TikToks about what happened and like hearing from people that were in the MLM, and it's very interesting because some of them Wild. still think that it was it's okay. People also, are still so selling. Is it the yeah? People are still selling it, and also the whole company was run off of a Google spreadsheet. So wild. I love it. I and they're like deleting and like just moving these around. And like yeah. a thousand people are moving the Google spreadsheet. Around. Yeah. <laughs> like anyone that who had access can just shit. fucking edit it, which was like this is not a company. Oh, like that would be like if I was at J Crew and I was like, I need twenty orders shipped to my house. Exactly. Maybe like if I t- found out I was a CEO tomorrow, I'd be like, got it. Google spreadsheet. <laughs> <laughs> Just like moving things. Got it. Guys, <laughs> like, I guess we're running a billion dollar company. You let's know what? do it. Uh, let me give my son-in-law an unlimited budget to book Katy Perry to sing at our parties. Katy Perry, Kelly Clarkson. I Unbelievable. Know, you know what I was thinking about when I saw that 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 little piece? I was sort of like, because of course, you know, I I am a, a performer and I do make music and I do yes. accept gigs. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking to myself, I'm like, golly. Well, actually, I mean, this is a me. Paul's gonna roll his eyes, but I'll just say one of the first gigs I ever I roll got my sty. out of town. <laughs> oh, I do see it now. Yeah, it's big. Yeah, it's beautiful. First gigs is beautiful. Uh, first gigs I got out of town was that I was booked to play at like a club in Portland and I was booked to do this event. And I immediately after the promo got announced, received an email that was like, this person who works at this club is like racist and horrible. And they did this. And our community oh, is. A, oh, and I was just I sort of like, I was like, I am. No, you don't. It's a different person. Oh. Um, but I was like, I I'm I was living in Brooklyn at the time. I had no and like yeah. and so I need to like fully vet everything that's going on. So I had that micro experience compared to, you know, a massive million dollar contract to perform a thing. It's like is it that like it was funny that they featured Katy Perry and Kelly Clarkson <laughs> so prominently as like we booked them, but it's like they're just doing a gig. They can do whatever yeah. they want. Absolutely. Like, their people were like, you're going to fly to sing yes. for these women. Like, they, right. K- Katy Perry wasn't like, you know who I love? LuLaRoe. And Lula I need to perform for them. LuLaRoe <laughs> Mama. Like, no. And she's like, my favorite leggings have a taco <laughs> right on top of my pusa. There's a hole in the asshole. <laughs> and they're soaking wet. <laughs> <laughs> The character uh, you did, you're mm-hmm. like spoofing a salesperson that made its way around a lot of parts of the internet. Did anyone from there reach out and comment? And they were like, "We don't appreciate this." I, no, they loved it. The ones what? who were in the, do you know the woman in the documentary? I think her name. I feel Someone like the B, right? Well, I feel like her Instagram, because that's how I like think of people's names. It might be Lachey. She yes. had braces, and I loved her. Oh, she yes. was my favorite. She, oh yes, she made a video and was like, "Green Machine, I love this. We love this." And I was like, "This is a celebrity." Yes, <laughs> yes, it <laughs> is. To me. So she was just like, "We love it." She's like walking her dog, walking around, and I was like, "She was my favorite person of the whole documentary." Yes, absolutely. Her and then the other woman. Berta, Roberta, I think uh-huh. she was one who was like, you know, I realized I was in a call and talked about how stinky the leggings were. She also was like, I love this. So that felt like job done. Right. Yeah. Is, I mean, it's just, it's so, it's so interesting. I was talking to a friend of mine yesterday about social media and how like annoying and, and fake it can feel. 
And also there's like this weird hierarchy where it's like, oh, you have a blue check. Oh, you have a hundred thousand followers. Oh, you have, you know, like whatever. But Mm -hmm. also it is weirdly this amazing equalizer because if someone at like any other level, if you were at an event and there was like a VIP section, it's like, oh, well, I can't get into the VIP section. Or it's like, I wanted to like email someone's agent. It's like, I can't get access to them. But if they like like your video online, like all of a sudden you're like DMing with the rock. I don't know. 100%. You DM with the rock, right? Yeah, but that's just for private. That's not for <laughs> that's not for career. Um, that's sexual DMs. No, but I um that's why I like TikTok a lot. Because when I'm on Instagram and Twitter, I feel like it's just other comedians I'm following and they're following me and I see their successes. And like, you know, it's just like this, like snake eating itself. We're on TikTok. It's like anyone right. like a regular ass, like mom in the middle of the country or like a teenage boy somewhere else. Like they can see my stuff and like it. And the people that also I want to reach, like, you know, the women in the documentary, <laughs> 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 but that's where I'm like, no, oh. they're just <laughs> like, go ahead. Sorry. No, you go ahead. I wasn't. No, you, Meatball. I was like, you know, they're just sitting no, there just searching kidding. like Lula Rich because they want to see what everyone's thinking about it. Absolutely. Yeah. They have like a Google alert on every app for <laughs> hashtag Lula Rich. And that's why I use the hashtags. But then like on TikTok, uh, Lieutenant Jim Dangle from Reno 901, he follows me and he likes my videos and i'm like literally any day now gonna message him and be like do you have a job for me well girl <laughs> you should. I, is that, that crazy no what's, no. His, what's his name Jen, uh, thomas thomas Tom, Lennon. yeah and he i mean fucking talk about three decades worth of work i mean he's been working forever like i feel yeah. like he was one of those like original groundlings people yes. Yeah, so I feel like if I was like, hey, I see you liking my videos, well, I've always liked your stuff. Will you pay me? <laughs> yeah, like, let me know if they're... Well, we... Okay, so you know Nori Reed. Mm-hmm. And we were... We had Nori on the show, and we were sort of chatting, and she basically was like... I think she now has publicly announced that she is writing on That's So Raven... The new That's So Raven reboot. Amazing. She's like, yes. I'm employed by Disney, all that stuff. But she's like... We were like, that's so cool. How'd you get that job? And she was like, someone liked my Twitter and then asked me to write on the show. And there used to be so much. Obviously, I think there really still is a lot of gatekeeping in in many, many elements of the entertainment industry. You could just say Hollywood, but we know gatekeeping in like local drag gigs at a certain bar. Yeah, it's me. Yes. (laughs) Is it me? Am I the gatekeeper? Um. But so it's everywhere. And in that same way, yeah, that stuff still exists. But also there's this weird way to jump over that gate to connect with someone and to just sort of prove yourself in a way where you don't have to spend three years as a writer's assistant getting lunch for people. I, and mm. that is absolutely the dream. Right. <laughs> to, be, to get to just, lunch for people? To, I just want to get lunch for people for the rest of my life. <laughs> okay. But I need my dressing on the side. Okay. <laughs> on the side. And I and all the dressings, I have a little cart on the side. No floor mom. <laughs> no, but like to be able to just sort of like be putting my wigs on with my friends and having fun being myself. And then someone being like, we like that. And now we want to pay you yeah. for a job that's yeah. not me answering angry emails. I work for a company <laughs> called Chow Now, which is lovely, but it's like Grubhub. But every day I get emails of people being like, my food was too spicy. And I'm like, what? okay. <laughs> what am I supposed to do about that? Like, I want a refund. And I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are you the gatekeeper for the refunding? I am the refund gatekeeper. Okay, well, it, riddle me this: if if someone were to order <laughs> mm-hmm. a, a pizza and the delivery person decided to ride a bicycle mm-hmm. and they delivered the pizza and then you open the pizza and it had it been was dropped all... and it was all on one side of the box, absolutely that... refund. We okay. would reach out. We would be like, okay, yeah, your food was damaged and maybe a bicycle man wasn't supposed to do that. Like, we'll get your refund. But, but you he... need photo evidence. Just for personal uses as well, yes. <laughs> no, <laughs> no it, well, yeah. in this photo, there is a slice missing. I'd be like, okay, girl, go off. I won't tell anybody. Here's <laughs> your money back. <laughs> you, like, respond. You're like, well, why don't you go ahead and fold that all the way over for me, and now your order has become a calzone. And that congrats, because that would have been extra. <laughs> <laughs> 
I very much connect to your one character where you're in like junior high waiting for the cast list. Oh my god, Margo. So perfect. I think that is literally me because I was cast. Me. I was cast as goat number four in the sound of music, and I was like, listen. I respect it. I didn't meet the height requirement of all the children in a row. <laughs> but like, come on, give goat number four a backstory. <laughs> Wait, goat number four from high on the hill in the mm-hmm. lonely goat. Th- lady, oh. lady, lady. There was normally multiple goats and I, all I was was goat number four. Because <laughs> normally that's just puppets. They gave that to humans. Because it was a community theater moment and they were like, as many Maybe. children as we can get, yes. they'll pay us to be in our plays. <laughs> wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, when you said just getting on wigs and doing stuff with your friends, it made me think of your, do you call them uh, comedy partners or group? The yeah, my group. piggy girls. Little piggy girls. Little yeah. piggy girls. Oink, oink. <laughs> um, I have seen you do a couple things at your show, Summer of Butt, uh, <laughs> but you guys do like a lot of like group characters and then sing songs. Yeah. Yeah. It's so fun. They're like the stupidest people I know. And we just got booked. We're going to do a Christmas. of our, We did a over a quarantine. We did a Christmas show that was like a 30 minute, just like all music videos and sketches uh-huh. thing. And so we're going to take that to the stage. Yes. Oh. Yes. And we're trying to get some guest books. So if either of you or both of you would like to be a part in our Christmas extravaganza and our free on December 18th, we'll talk. Yeah, Wait, are you in LA or are you in Chicago? I'm in LA, honey. I, li- I moved here a month before the pandemic and I've been in my apartment ever since. Yes, bitch. <laughs> Wait, I had no idea that you were here. I'm here. I'm here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, um, God, you sang a song as uh, adolescent boys, the three of grind you. With you. Grind with you, girl. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of my favorites. What are your favorite lyrics from Grind With You, Girl? Okay, let me think. I love, um, yesterday I was just a boy who didn't understand, but then I saw some boobs on HBO and now I am a man. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I want to grind with you, girl. No room for Jesus, if you know what I mean. I want to (laughs) grind with you, girl. Growing a chub in my Jinko jeans. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah okay i don't uh, what's the other one oh i'm just i'm just singing the ones that i sing because those are the oh, ones that i know <laughs> those are the funniest. those are the best the best lyrics are mine <laughs> um you're looking so fine and not limited to i want you so bad sexually i can't resist that khaki score so come over here and dance with me <laughs> uh, yeah and you wrote this amazing song you wrote Oh, I'm blessed. Um, about Trader Joe's food. Which oh, I love Trader Joe's. Yes, I wrote. I a tra- was uh threatened by your performance <laughs> ability and writing skills. <laughs> uh oh, uh oh, oh. I was like, oh, so Ryan's got bars. Oh, so she's coming <laughs> that way. I was like, I was like, I'm nervous to do this rap in front of Big Dipper, who is an actual <laughs> rapper artist <laughs> <laughs> meatballs rolling her eyes um, what, are, what are some of your favorite trader joe's um products yes and or and or i'm like do it for us what are, what are some of the lyrics from the song as well okay some lyrics from the song uh okay i just have to start at the beginning otherwise That's it's not fine. gonna come out it's gonna be entertaining okay it goes my pussy starts popping soon as i walk in the first thing in my basket is a succulent i rub my ass <laughs> on that produce while i'm sucking on some cold pressed juice you know i only came here for that everything bagel seasoning but when i leave my basket gonna have at least one of everything i didn't <laughs> candles lavender scented lotion that frozen section so good got me wetter than the ocean <laughs> but my, I, and not to con, not to continue but my favorite is sample alert sample alert see that shit and it make me squirt got beans on the bitch cheese on the bitch i mean three because it's free in this bitch <laughs> wow wow make wow you squirt you need to quit yep i'm ready to quit i'm happy no, to quit. let's I'll find be forces um, let's take our last break and then we're going to get into, to quote your adolescent boys, some talk that is sexually, sexually. 
charged, charged, sexually charged. All right, we'll be oh, right back after good. this break. Did that no, sound like so- a drive-by? It did. <laughs> 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 okay, so now is a segment that uh, we like to call Fuck Talk. Fuck Talk. In did which we Sydney talk about- warn you about this? She did, but I'm too Christian for this. This <gasps> is not Christian. <laughs> Dark-sided. Dark sided. <laughs> okay, well, not to bring it back to the circle, but that gay dude mm-hmm. on the circle, all he did was call that other guy Daddy Nick the whole time. And then, so part of me is like, I get it. I don't. But then it was like, <laughs> when they met in person, he was like, Daddy Nick. And he was like, wait. Like, it was like a whole internal narrative the oh, whole yeah, time. Yeah, because he had never seen it. He I think he had. It. I think he had written it out like once or twice, but he didn't know it was like a, a constant. Man. He thought it just, he just said it like once in a chat. Yes. He also thought a lesbian was saying it to him. Yeah, right. he thought it was a, a lesbian. Uh, yeah, so when all of a sudden a big man's like, Daddy, Daddy Nick, Nick. <laughs> I've loved you this whole time. And, and, all, and all Nick can see is just that dick in those sweatpants. <laughs> Here. Uh, oh I I hated that whole squad. I loved Kay. I love Roxana. I love James. I love Calvin. Yeah, the band they did felt that. psychotic. Well, they were all white and they were almost all catfish, and it just felt gross. Yeah. Yeah. And they bad. like walked in and they were like, and like uh the one uh Isabella who mm-hmm. was being played by her sister, her sister Sophia, she was like, We gotta get Kay out of here. We gotta <laughs> get James out of here. Like she just really was gunning for them, and you were like, why? And I was like, girl, chill, chill, chill. I was happy James won, but I just wanted Kay to win. I wanted like, Kay to win. episode one, we all wanted Kay to win. Absolutely. Did you watch the previous season where Trevor... Yes, I did. Uh, Jaleesa's uh, husband, she catfishes her husband, and yeah. she won. That yes. was yes. one of the best That was the best game played. I love her. I loved her. I love that horrible show. <laughs> Um, well, you know what's you... crazy is that they fly them all to London to shoot that. That's yes. not here, which I think is so nuts. That's not here. <laughs> well, because it's like, why not just build that in Malibu or like just take over like a rundown Well, because hotel? the American version was not the first version of The Circle. This, mm-hmm. this show had already existed in the format. It just hadn't made it to an American audience. So it's all, uh. it's all a European or British uh, production company. Do you know well, how expensive it is to make a giant neon circle to put outside of a building (laughs) they can only do that once girl (laughs) yeah it's it's much cheaper to fly 20 30 people all the way over to europe okay Um, but not to sorry i interrupted you i didn't mean to that time no no you go ahead you go ahead not remember have you seen sexy beast (laughs) i love sexy beast turn it off i love it they also film in the uk i don't understand is netflix only over in the uk now no, they, think about it. Six cast members, but 50 people on the production team. They're going to do it wherever the production oh, yeah. team is based. True. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I yeah, love yeah, Sexy yeah. Beast so much, and I think they all look so insane, but I felt so bad. One girl, they were like, and her, decomposing corpse. <laughs> oh, yeah. They really <laughs> oh, they fucked. Gave her. Yeah, they gave her <laughs> decomposing. Yes. Like like her, some people are like brain. a koala bear. Yeah. Yeah, so it's like, what, if, what if the person you're dating is like into furries and you're a koala bear? It's like, they just want to hump. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But she was like, her brain's coming out. There's two sad hairs on her bald head. Like, they just like really made it so fucked up. And the rest were like, a dolphin. Well, the one girl was like the devil. And she had like that long the chin. chin. <laughs> she was, I just don't, I don't understand how they're like walking around. Because as a drag queen, I just would be sweating the whole time. And then they Absolutely. Kiss. And then they make out through the makeup. Uh, and that's Wait, this love. was my this was you my circle. So this was mm-hmm. my circle question. Mm. Um, you know how when Certainly they shoot that. from the outside <laughs> funny people. <laughs> wow. You know when they shoot from outside the building? Yes. And you can see that everyone's apartment is like right next to one another. Yes. Mm-hmm. But then when they like they're like You've got a gift at the door. They must they must have to time it so only one of them gets a gift at a time. Yeah. 
so that no one could see each other in the door. And how fucking soundproof must that must that building be? I can't imagine that they're actually next to each other. But they show but these like shows them wide like it, shots of them like in the unit. Yeah. I sort of assumed they would be far corners and that yeah. the set and the set when they like walk in slow motion, that is only the set to walk in Just slow motion. Just that one hallway. Yeah. All shot like before the show. But they're in the same clothes. They probably say like, wear they, that outfit. I mean, they bring they bring their clothes. It's With not like facial they want- hair, <laughs> stubble, hairstyles. But I do, I vaguely remember one of them looking different and being like, oh, these were shot out of order. Like, them walking down the hallway was a shoot day. Well, why don't we call up Michelle Buteau and speak to her about the logistics of oh how my they God. Do this Honestly, we should. Okay. I love her so much. She's her, She's so funny on that show. I she's love to so see good. her. And it's amazing to see her in, like, the last two years have this, like, massive glow up because she is a name in comedy that everyone has known for, like, yeah. A decade plus. Yeah. She just did everyone's show. She was always funny. She was always charming. She was always good. And then literally it's like, look at her career in 2018 versus look at her career now. And it's like movie, multiple movies, sitcoms, TV shows, hosting gigs. Like, yes, the, she, the she owns Netflix. Popped. The whole thing she is Netflix. Yes, she and Nicole Byer are Netflix and we love to see it. We say take, up, take it. over. Okay, well, we got to get into our fucking now. I would love to. Are the three okay. of us doing that over Zoom? Yeah. So um, I'll, <laughs> hold this, I'll hold this up. And I'll and do this. You, this okay. kind of a lot. No, we got to uh, do this. Do you remember this? <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Or you would like lay your hand. Okay, so we're laying our hands flat and then spreading out our middle and ring finger. And then the other person would do it vertically. And What's then- that one where you like turn around? There's the church and the steeple. It's talking about here's the church, here's the here's steeple, the st- yes. look inside and we'll see. See all, all the people. people. <laughs> okay, you did it all right. right. I love hand games. Speaking of all the people. Give me some wine. What's your number? <laughs> I'm just kidding. My what's number. Uh, okay, I was like. <laughs> <laughs> Mine's like 8,000. Remember when we, we have this interview coming out next week with a man who likes to receive lots and lots of anal sex and as many... <laughs> As many loads as possible. And he, I think, casually was like, well, last year I, you know, took 250 cum loads in my ass, but I probably got fucked by five as times as many guys like last year alone. Oh, and so my God. We to do the math. I find it interesting that I think like gay men, especially gay men who are really sort of sexually free. I mean, this applies to anyone, but from my understanding, a lot of uh, gay men who like go to sex parties and do things like that. Right. It's like, how many people have you slept with or like had sex with in your life? They're like 10,000, like oh, over a couple decades, like a massive number. And other people in the world are like eight. Seven. Right. Like, <laughs> Like, oh, uh, I'm I'm 34 and my number is seven. So I think people might think I'm a slut. And you're like, diva, seven? come come on over here. You're a virgin still, Wait, my what dear. Is the av- what is the, uh, the average? We need to know this. It's really oh. bad, Meatball. Average number of people Sorry. they slept with in their lifetime. Look so that up. A lot of people, uh, maybe I'm like insane. Four. That's so crazy. What is it, Meatball? Uh, Y'all talk, I'm nervous. It's hard because there's a lot of graphs. Big Dipper, did you ever meet Mick Napier? He ran the Annoyance Theater in Chicago. I heard about him, but wasn't he like a gay dude in the leather scene? 100%. I love him. He was like a big mentor for me. He's a psycho clown. And he um, would always be like, I've sucked more dick than you've had lunches. (laughs) 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 And he's like, get on stage and be funny. Or like anything for you. He would just go to like Steamworks and shit and then come teach improv. Yeah. <laughs> Which is what you want your improv teacher to do. <laughs> it's not looking good. Stop. It seems <sighs> as though. Okay, this is the median heterosexual man or woman reports somewhere between four and six Stop. opposite sex partners in their lifetime. Okay, well, I've beat that, thank God. (laughs) (laughs) I took 250 loads last night. Oh, there you go. Anywhere between between four and eight partners is considered an average number of sexual partners for adult women and men. 
So sad. That's yes. why people, that's why straight people are so but men, sad. This says <laughs> that men between ages of 25 and 49 but you uh, says 6.4. Six point yeah. what does point four mean? <laughs> I think just, it's just a, the general, so let's just we'll gra- we'll round down six partners. I had more than six partners when I was 13. Okay, jealous. I'm just kidding. Me, right, I'm jealous. Okay, trauma. Mama trauma. trauma. I, you mama. Asked me to, I, that's some trauma, mom. I would not know. I don't know the number. I don't. Yeah. I have to sit and really think. I wish I could say that. I know my number just because I've had boyfriends throughout. Mm. And mm. I think just I think straight people like just have less fun sex. It's just like a lot harder to be like, I fucked a lot. Yeah. And then what are we considering sex? Like me sucking a guy's dick in a bathroom at a club? Is that it's not really penetrative. No. Right. But OK, so that's a meatball. Up. When we Is spoke. Is that a sexual he- partner? It's, I would say that's a sexual partner. No, I would say this is a sexual partner. <laughs> yes. Is, yeah. That's... Okay. When, when you were with your boyfriends, mm-hmm. plural, come on, um, all of them, was there a conversation ever about monogamy, or was that implied that once you became boyfriends, girlfriends, like partnered? There was never even like, oh, we can do this and also be open because that is like the resounding conversation, um, especially in gay relationships. I think in a lot of queer relationships where it's just like, oh, well, are you guys monogamous? And I think a lot of straight people are like blown away by that question because they're like, wait, what do you mean? I mean, I'm so jealous of that. In the past, no, because I was a young fool dating young, horrible comedy guys. So like there was never any positive conversation about what was happening in our relationship. My boyfriend now, yes, we've talked about that where it's like, I think because I see myself with this person for a really long time and I just know that like it is normal to want to have sex with other people. I know I'm going to want to, I know he's going to want to. And when I really think about it, I'm like, no, yeah, who cares? Cause also like when you go have a one night stand, it's fun in the moment. It's also horrible. It's both good (laughs) and bad. Like we all know it's like uncomfortable and strange. So like, that's something that in my brain, I'm like nothing to be jealous of. Totally fine. If I went and did it, it would be the same. It's just like a weird conversation that I think we've had and we will keep having. Right now it's closed, but like in in a year, in two years, I might be like, listen, yeah. listen, babe. The, listen, babe. Don't know the future. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go get railed in every hole. I'll see you for dinner. <laughs> every hole, every hole will be full. <laughs> oh my god, every you hole know? will be full. And I just think there's like such a weird thing of like women being jealous of other women and men being jealous of other men. Mm-hmm. When it comes to that, I, I'm sure there's also jealousy in like the gay community with this stuff. But I think yeah, yeah they're the worst. You guys have such open conversations about it always. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. wish straight sex was like that, but it's not. Uh, and now let's talk about day. straight sex. <laughs> well, I can just all I think about when I I've been like have putting Are sex most in the straight s- people like that. I feel like most of them aren't progressive enough to be like maybe one day it'll. It's like. It's just like in no. my mind, they're like, we're together and we're together forever, and that's it. No one else. Right. And that's why and it's, it's like, so sad. <laughs> your genitals are touched or touch one other person. Let's blow up our entire life, ruin everything, and like, you know, kill the any potential of like a happy childhood for our children. So because you betrayed me, because you got kind of horny on two beers and like wanted to like, you know, diddle your friend in the back of the bar. Like that to right. me is the most insane thing when it comes to, like, cheating and infidelity. It's like, oh, a drunk mistake that literally means nothing, and you want to, like, ruin our lives. Uh, Yeah. I mean, it's what happened to Idina Menzel. Oh, Adele Dazeem. I love her. Adele Dazeem. What's his name? Cheated on her. What's his name? Tay Diggs. Tay Diggs. Tay Diggs, who came to a Second City show. Fingered you. Fingered you in the back? Fingered me on stage live. <laughs> 300 audiences. <laughs> no, Tadix came with like a hot young woman. He was mm-hmm. filming, um, what's the show called? In Chicago. Cookies on it. Why Empire. can't I think? Empire. He was filming Empire and he saw the first act. He came backstage. Normally people don't come back until after the show's over. He's like, I have to go, but I love it. I think I want to do this. 
can I take an improv class? And it was like, just so much, I'm going to sign up for an improv class. And then left in the weirdest, biggest jeans I've ever seen. <laughs> Bigger than your Wait, jeans. I wanted to ask yes, you. Yes, yes, yes. I wanted to ask you earlier, what were some of the biggest celebrities who came to Second City who oh, like yeah. came backstage and you then had to do improv with? Okay, well, they didn't do improv, but Steve Martin oh. and Martin Short came. <gasps> and it was, I, I it was next level, like best day of my life. Besides today, with you guys. Okay, thank you. Thank you, thank you. And it being your birthday, so happy birthday. Our gift to you is we're being here on our show. (laughs) Thank you. Um, They came and saw the show, and then they came backstage and were so nice and, like, unbelievable. And then Steve Martin left, and Martin Shore was like, he's too famous, you understand? He has to leave. And so then (laughs) Martin Short, who I'm fully obsessed with, hung out, watched improv, went to the bar, sat next to me on a couch for like an hour. (gasps) and was like just talking about Trump and his life and his family. And at one point grabbed me by the chin and was like, you're a millennial. You don't understand. (laughs) He seems like he would be so fun. He's become the caricature of himself. Because I watch him on, what is that show? Only Murders in the Building? Yes. And it's like he's playing that like old theater fag. And I'm like, I love it. I want to be him. That is him. Like he was just so kind. And then they invited us to their private sound check the next day at the Chicago <sighs> theater. So we all got fucked up. We were so excited. We got so drunk. So then the next day I've never been more hungover. It's like 2 PM and we go to the oh, Chicago God. theater and Steve Martin greets us at the door, the back door. I was like, welcome. <gasps> the celebrities are finally here. And just me and my cast TN was there. We just like yes. sit and watched him like tune his banjo and he's like trying to talk to like this trying to talk to somebody's like i hate these microphones what do you guys think talking to us like we're equals so we're kind of like hungover and weeping silently (laughs) this like theater watching him and then martin short appears was like i've arrived and like floats on just like that character and was it was like it felt fake. It was so magical. That's so the, oh my God. funny. Oh. I, yeah, they were the nicest, best, most wonderful people ever. We're like, that's not always uh, true. Right. <laughs> Correct. Wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, they were cool. Well, I what love a that. gift. Thank you so what much. What a gift you are, coming. Ryan. Happy birthday, Thank Ryan. Thank you. Thank you. You guys are gifts. I love this. This Aww. was so fun. Well, I know we gotta um, hang out. Yeah, maybe we maybe to. we'll do, we'll do a show together. In a lot December, of the three of us doing on a the live 18th, show on December eighteenth. Yes, mark your calendars, calendars. You <laughs> bitches. Us and the little piggy girls. Yeah. Um, amazing, Meepo. You want to give us the outro? Where can everyone find you, Ryan? They can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and of course TikTok at Reen underscore Machine. Yes! Thank you all so much for listening to Sloppy Seconds this week. You can call in with your fuck talk story to 213-536-9180-SloppySecondsPod.gmail.com. Don't forget to like and subscribe so you don't ever miss an episode, which come out every Tuesday and Friday. And follow us on Instagram, at SloppyPod, or Fat Drag Meatball on Twitter, or Spiciest Meatball on Instagram, and Big Dipper Jelly on Instagram. You gotta go back and forth. All right, goodbye! Bye! Doodle-doo-doo, forever dog. To listen to Sloppy Seconds ad-free and one day early, sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcast.com slash plus. Sloppy Seconds is produced by Forever Dog and Moguls of Media, a.k.a. Mom. Hosted by Big Dipper and Meatball. Music, editing, and sound design by William Pitt. Executive produced by Willem Belli, Alaska Thunderfuck, Joe Cilio, Brett Boehm, and Alex Ramsey. Our artwork was drawn by Christian Cimarroni. And our theme song was written by Mike Malarkey. 